Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway. everybody welcome to coming of age welcome 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 these are the legion minisodes chapter 13 chapter 13 we just watched it it was fucking fantastic as always uh the <laughs> <laughs> we are the voices in your head uh th- this is chase cummins and that is alan loosebrock ah and uh i mean okay all you need to know for this episode really you watch the show obviously but uh I'm talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Um, I watched this show. (laughs) Is that Lenny? Lenny shows up at the end of the last episode. Yes. And he's just like, I'm back. (laughs) It's like, what the hell? (laughs) The way she says it, too. (laughs) Yeah. So this episode kind of focuses on Lenny. I would say exclusively. Yeah. But other characters are interacting with it instead of it kind of being just like Sid's episode where it's like, just Sid and David's around trying to figure shit out. (laughs) But, um... The fucking beginning of the episode says, apparently on Legion. <laughs> That's how it intros the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's John Hamm, and it sounds like he's just started watching the show, and he doesn't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. <laughs> apparently on Legion. <laughs> and then it's like showing a bunch of, it's showing all the scenes from like Lenny's. Lenny's scenes, pretty much, yeah. throughout the series. And uh, so we get in this room, and it's got a skylight in it, you think, with, like, all these buildings. Or, like, what is it? You think you think it's uh, not so, not even skylight. It's, like, a floor <laughs> floor skylight. It, yeah, it looks like it's looking down onto all these buildings. Almost it, For a second, I was like, it just looks like one of those projected images yeah, from for sure. the Admiral Fukuyama's room. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then the camera starts moving, and then it's not. And then <laughs> Hamish Linklater and Lenny walk through the door. And like it's upside down door. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very bizarre. Uh, because the words are right side up, and then as the camera move starts, like actually turning upright, you yeah. and then Hamish Link later walks in. You realize the words when the camera's upright are upside down, and then the it's just like yeah. disorienting. The it's, room is disorienting. Yeah, for sure. And Lenny's like, this is like uncomfortable. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> this room's crazy. Yeah. She's like, are we, uh, are you guys like reversing gravity right now? Or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but this is very similar to the scene in the first season, like the first episode pretty much where he's yeah. asking, uh, David questions. It's like, he's setting out everything and. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, with Hamish Linklater. Yeah, but for at, sure. at that point in the show, he comes across as being this kind of earnest, curious, like, he wants to, he well, wants to he, help David, he wants to help, like, he, he, want, he wants to figure out what's actually going on with him, kind of, like, he's the good guy. Well, he wants David to think that. Yeah, <laughs> that. But, he, but he comes across to you at that moment in the show as the good cop. Like you think that you think that's what he is. And then now in the show, as they're mirroring that first episode, we know he's not necessarily the good cop. He's the jaded, pessimistic cop. 
<laughs> yeah, and he just gets like down to the point, like immediately, with her because she's just talking about crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, she just keeps and just talking about like drugs and like just a bunch of shit like that. And uh, he's like, I just want to know how someone who's dead. <laughs> comes back to life pretty much <laughs> like that's all i want to know yeah something we're all asking <laughs> um and i don't know it, it it's so strange like the way she is acting like she doesn't know anything but i feel like there's a line that she's like even like i know <laughs> like and he's just like god damn it what the fuck is this girl <laughs> and he leaves her and then um Oh, he asks her if she's the Shadow King. Yeah. He's like, are you the Shadow King? <laughs> like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and he's kind of right, you find out. Kind of, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get Shadow into that. King's we'll, doing crazy <laughs> shit. We'll again. get into what again. we find out. He's back, <laughs> he's back to his old ways, I thought. <laughs> thought he was being kind of a nice guy for a second there. Yeah. Back to his old ways is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Jesus Christ. Um, she she tells uh, Hamish Link later. <laughs> what the fuck are we supposed to call that guy? The interrogator? He's the interrogator. But like, no one knows him as that. They don't say it in the show. But they don't say, they don't want to address him by anything in the show. Yeah, but he is the interrogator. It's literally what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, every scene he's in. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, uh, she She tells him that she was sent there to tell him that like, Farouk knows where the body is or something like that. I think that's later on when she tells that to David, but she does say that to Hamish Link later. She said that Farouk knows where the body is. Yeah. yeah. Or when she's, when he starts to walk out of the room and yeah. she's like, don't leave <laughs> kind of pleading her case. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then the show opens up and it has the fucking like crazy ass shot flipping again, <laughs> doing a bunch of crazy <laughs> shit. I and love it's, that camera and shot. it's uh, Oliver's car driving through the desert and the fucking Legion is on the license plate, which is so badass. Can we say for like talk for a second about how that camera shot does that? Cause it, <laughs> yes. it's crazy. I, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it necessarily. Like it moves back up to the ceiling and you've got that grid pattern, right? And then it starts moving into the grid and it's the road and the music's playing in the room. And then it starts pushing into the screen, which then ultimately becomes the scene in the film. But like <laughs> it's, I, the camera move is so disorienting. It, do, it doesn't play out as simply as that description is. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it is fucking crazy. The whole time I was, I was, because it looked to me for a while like the, like it was practical. Like they had it projected, and then, yeah. and then at some point it like seamlessly cut into the actual camera move. So it looked like it just pushed through the ceiling into the scene. It was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. No. It. They're so fucking creative. With the way they just introduce the title of the show. Oh, for sure. Everything's so fucking awesome. <laughs> That's the coolest, like, the coolest concept for, like, a show to just do. It's yeah. the same old shit. There, there's, <laughs> I, I think you, no one could say about the show that it's not creative. Yeah. How many <laughs> other shows do that, though, like, where the intro is, like, different? I honestly... Like, Monty Python, but they have a theme still. But they yeah. would start their show <laughs> <Yeah>. with, <laughs> with that, that guy. Yeah. 
It's <laughs> just saying it's. <laughs> it's not not as creative, but it's very funny. It's hilarious. Only to the, and then now for, to something completely different as an intro sometimes as well. Yeah, but uh, I don't know any other show that it would be in the realm of what Legion is like a like a week to week drama, um, like a serial show like that 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 does intros. Is like that what we're calling it now? A drama. <laughs> I don't know if I could call it. What else do you call it? Sci-fi. Still a drama. <laughs> drama. Sci-fi drama. Action-packed. Action-adventure science fiction drama show. Um, it's so good. God damn it. This episode like left me like, fuck. Like, I want to watch it again. It was so good. It was so good. But I will say that not this episode left me like... Whoa, I don't know where the fuck this show's gonna go. And the stay tuned se- sequence made me. The stay tuned sequence everything. made me think that this episode was very tame and I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it, it, it stumped me. When I saw the stay tuned, that's what stumped me. Yes. It changed everything. Anyways. Oh my God. Okay, so Farouk and Oliver introduces just Oliver's in the car. You know how things go. Farouk just shows up. Yeah, he's in he's there. Just there. He's in there too. And they're talking about like, uh, he's talking about the beauty of the plan. Cause Oliver's wanting to know like how this thing is going to go down. Like where, what this, is it going to be like a casket? <laughs> is it going to be, you know, like, what is yeah. this going to be like? Are we going to go to a, a mausoleum? Is it a, is it a sarcophagus made of gold? Yeah. I think those are all things he says. He's really just trying to figure out, if he's going to get, have to get dirty or not in his new suit. Yeah, exactly. Which is so good. It's, it's like saying this, there's, there will be dirt and bugs and beetles. And, and you'll have to be oh, He's oh, like, Oh no, no. <laughs> I love it. So good. Um, and he's like, but the sunset will be so beautiful. And he's like, just being a dick. Like he makes Oliver do a bunch of work when they're digging it up. And then he's just like, oh, this is taking too long. Yeah. And just levitates that shit out of there. Oliver looks so annoyed too. Oh, it's hilarious. And God, it's crazy as fuck. I love the conversations between Farouk and Oliver in this episode. Oh, there are absolutely. Quite a bit. Yeah. I've been like craving some Oliver. Oliver's so good. He got a little bit more in this episode and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. He also like, he like showed some badass, the badass side of him, like fucking yeah. bowing up to shadow King. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just the way he hunted down Katie Azelton, uh, that, that was the most, sequence. that was the most haunting fucking sequence. It was crazy. It was so fucking haunting. <laughs> it was so haunting. I loved it. The way they shot it was so surreal and beautiful. And, like, it took this moment to just, like, make a larger statement about life before it moved on with even more crazy shit. (laughs) (laughs) It was absolutely fucking insane. All the music that they use in this show has been so helpful, too. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I am so in. (laughs) Like, I am in this. Great soundtrack. Oh, my God. It's so good. When, did you notice how there was the scene when Lenny's in holding and she's laying on the table and the camera to that music like comes over her head and she it like lines up with her uh-huh. and then they did something really similar when Katie Asselton was laying on the table at the uh, end. Ah, yes. Yeah, they did. And they like, it was like, they just did like a familiar image kind of thing, but it, it was really motivated. I think when you find out what happens. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 
it was just, I noticed that and I was like, that's fucking awesome. And the, sh- the first time I saw the shot, not knowing it was going to come back, I thought it was a fucking, like one of the best shots in the show, the way it moved with the music for what song it was playing. Yeah. No, I remember, I remember like being like very intrigued by the music that was playing during that sequence. I was like, Oh yeah. All right. Live in the moment. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch this. Yeah. It really, this show really pulled me into the moment in the whole ending, the whole ending sequence. Oh yeah. Like I was sucked right in right when they cut to Katie Azelton in the, uh, in the house like when that scene started and through the whole sequence, my mouth was just like open. Yeah. And I was mesmerized. I was so mesmerized. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's talk about that in a little bit, <laughs> but that was, that was yeah. fine. That was fine. Um, I like that. That shit. Okay. Um, they have that device. You find out that when, uh, Lenny and Oliver went to division three and were like fucking making everyone at ash. Um, Oliver took that, device whatever it was yeah um and so when they open up that coffin and it was so weird i remember being like wait like is that supposed to be amal farouk's body or is that like whose body is that supposed to be because i didn't think it was i was very confused because obviously it's like a lady's like hand or just like skinny guy or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) obviously you find out later it wasn't but like I was so confused by that. I thought it was a girl's hand. Yeah. Um, like, and I, that's what confused me because at the, at the time in the episode, they were kind of alluding that he was maybe digging up his own body. Yeah, exactly. And so I like I was for a second I was like, wait, is was Amal Farouk a woman? <laughs> like a long fucking time ago. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, I think so. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then obviously that's not what was going on. <laughs> that's not the case. Um, I think they were playing, they were fucking with time in this episode. They were, they were shit. Everything Amal and Oliver were doing happened before the sequences with the Linny in the holding cell. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they didn't clue into that until the very end. So yeah, exactly. You, so yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You had, <laughs> it was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it w- was a very easy way to lure you in without you knowing. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so they zap the body with that thing, which I guess they suck out her life force or something. I don't know what the yeah. fuck. <laughs> Get some DNA. I guess that, that that's what they were doing, <laughs> like getting her DNA. Yeah. Which her, is her soul. Well, <laughs> so like, suppose he's got her soul, right? Like trapped with him. So I guess that's like kind of what yeah. they're insinuating. So then. We'll get into what he does at the end, but like, I, I have some questions on what that was. <laughs> okay, so obviously the body is Lenny. The body is Lenny. Lenny. Yeah. So like, what the like? What do you what do you think? You just go for it, dude. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're talking about the episode, right? People should have watched this. Right? I don't know why we're okay. So uh, it seemed to me like he mixed the two of them, and now the Lenny that we're seeing, the physical Lenny, is the Lenny that was trapped with the shadow King that knew David as well as his sister, like her mind is still there. Yeah. So they're both together now. And so now it's Aubrey Plaza with fucking crazy blue like eyes. Um, but it's actually both of them mixed. Like, like he just combined the two. Uh So it's like a chimera kind of thing. I love, I love her like being like, I'm not a villain. Like I just like, 
do drugs. <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes you get a smash fucking break through a window. <laughs> yeah. You got to be pretend to suck a guy's John and then, you know, have him, your pimp hold him up with a rubber gun. He's just sitting there begging for his life. And suck he, a guy's John. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't think she dick, said dick, Chase. I don't think she said dick, though. I think she did. She might have. She might have. I'm so desensitized to cursing and shows that she might have said it. You just thought she said John. I censored it because I thought the show censored it. I don't remember. I almost said Dick. M-A-L-S-V, Chase. <laughs> All I gotta say. Um, oh my God. So, Tonomy comes and talks to Lenny. That's some crazy shit. That was one of the better parts in the episode. I mean, the whole episode is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know I, what I, you're I, talking I, about, dude. That was one of the that was one of the I, parts in the episode that really stuck out to me. Yeah, I did enjoy it very much. There's some weird shit going on there. Yeah, uh, loved it. Um, he he's talking about how there's no present to her. Yeah, only the past and future, and he like relates it to the speed of light and how many things happen to ha- have to happen, like for your body to react. Yeah, to, to, to like that. actually register what's what's happening yeah. in the present, and by the time you registered the present, it's already passed, even if it's like millionths of a second. Uh-huh. So there is no actual present; it's just the we're experiencing the past and or the future. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's very easy to understand too. They did it very well. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. complex I com- idea. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little mind bending like psychedelic thought yeah so lenny's like uh okay so you remember everything right he's like yeah she covers her eyes and she's like what color are my eyes and he's like brown and she's like no <laughs> and it's like blue what the fuck and uh okay so that made me think that that his sister was talking for a second like, like she was like coming out in some of that conversation, mm-hmm. like trying to lead him to like, Hey, it's not just Lenny here. Oh yeah. True. Yeah. By calling attention. Yeah. To the Cause eyes. they're kind of, they're, they kind of have like the carry thing going on now. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> like, I don't know if they'll ever be able to separate, but now they're both kind of in there. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, I think that they're both kind of in there. Yeah. You don't get a definitive. Yeah. Answer but that. I would think I would think so as well. Honestly, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He didn't like outright kill his sister, so mm-hmm. and it, and I mean, obviously Lenny's appearance changed and it like showed her morphing and stuff. I feel like she's there because David kept getting flashes of his own childhood. Well, exactly. Yeah. So her definitely definitely her memories are like in there, and it's yeah. like it's probably her too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> so is he is he gonna like go into that mind? Do you think that might be what's happening? I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Uh, maybe not, but like, what if he went in their mind and Lenny, Lenny and his sister's like joint brain? Mm. Oh. What would happen if he went in Ca- the Carrie's brains? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to know. <laughs> right? That needs to happen. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That would be so cool. That'd be such a good scene. Yeah. That'd be a whole good, that'd be a good, great episode to do. Just him inside the Carrie's. It's just jump in everyone's brain, brain in the series. <laughs> See what it's all like in there. <laughs> oh my god! I think Patonomy's brain would be a trip, trip fest. Yeah. Well, they showed some of it. It was pretty fucking weird and great. <laughs> yeah. It was honestly gorgeous, though. I love. 
<laughs> whatever his flower garden carrie just be like this is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> um she's like saying like God, she's not evil lenny to tonomy and shit and he's he starts reading like her memories pretty much yeah and uh there's a bunch of weird shit going on. You like see, you start seeing the delusion. Yeah. So it like shows the memory of her with the grandma and the story she just told. Uh, of like, yes, yes. But it's like jumpy and kind of done almost like Twin Peaksy or, or Lynchian or something where it's like this really wide angle lens and everything feels off and it's jumping around, you know, like when it falls the can to the little girl. And it's like, it was, it felt like a horror movie for yeah, a second. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was even playing that, uh, like, from like I was like season one, yeah. Like we, I feel like we haven't heard that sound yet in this season. Yeah, that, we know. Like I don't the think first we have. time I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I like, oh. <laughs> love that sound. Yeah. <laughs> that always meant something crazy was about to happen. Yeah. But then that's when we see like the blood dripping on the date or on the sunflowers, mm. and um, those were sunflowers, I think. I believe and, so. It doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't matter. Anyways, <laughs> well, it, it probably has some significance if knowing Noah Hawley, but uh, the blood dripping on those and then like uh, probably a couple, I think a couple other weird images and then it like goes into Ptotomies. What seems to be it goes in, it, like reverses on Ptotomy. Like they, they're inside his head now. Mm. And that's when we see the delusion bird crawling crawl. back into his head. Yeah. Um, and then we go see the fucking basket case man yeah, <laughs> it's like basket face his head's like all lit up it looks awesome yeah and they just keep on zooming in and then it goes through uh the basket and then there's like a bird-like fucking crazy ass creature Monster. that's like the delusion all grown up in yeah. basket heads fucking body yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's nuts yeah. um for a second when it sh like cuts to that where his head's glowing and stuff it's in like that dark void area and i thought it was uh gonna be like it made me think of when david was talking to sid for the first time in the in the ball uh -huh. and then when he showed the light i was like oh shit is he gonna have some like kind of weird future experience now too um but then it shows you know admiral fukuyama whatever its name is turning and it's actually the the delusion inside but that's what like what that black void area reminded me of and it's making me wonder it made me wonder after the scene if maybe the future sid is part of david's delusion yeah for it, sure it's just making me question a bunch of shit uh -huh. <laughs> what's yeah oh that's so true it's a good parallel um it's just like, I don't know what that has to do with, you know, if I'm supposed to think like Admiral Fukuyama is like some weird <laughs> fucking thing or like, it's so like, what's real and what's metaphor? What's well, art? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole thing's art, but <laughs> I, I don't know what's, uh, what, like what's reliable. Like wh who, yeah. I don't know who's reliable yet. Who, I don't know which like is who's an unreliable narrator who's knows what's actually going on or mm -hmm. like clued into what the reality actually is and what m a lot of the, the major players motivations are. Yeah. Or like, what like that is actually supposed to make you believe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's like, some I, things where like, it's, it's perfectly clear. Like, okay, I'm supposed to think that 
Like yep. he does a very good job with that. But the show does and, a great then, job of leading you down those moments and then completely negating, like purposefully <laughs> negating everything that they intentionally led you to believe. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Every episode this season has like gone back and gone, oh, we, you thought this was happening from the last episode? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. And it's done that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh my God. It's so nuts. I honestly like they're they're like going off on tangents in like characters and mm-hmm. stuff that I'm like we haven't seen this character in so long. <laughs> what is happening with them? Like we need to get some shit. They're all in like brain worlds and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's it gets so internalized. These episodes become so internalized like with different like a different set of characters almost every single time. Yeah. Um like we got one shot of uh, Melanie in this episode. Oh, that's it, true. And it was fucking awesome. But so let's talk about that for a second. When it shows Melanie, it's Oliver in the car, and he looks like kind of like Amal's in the back seat, and then Oliver looks off, like he's looking off in the distance. And then it cuts to a reverse shot of Melanie, and it looks like she's in the pool area. It's a pretty close up shot, but it looks like she's in the pool area from the astral plane when David and Amal were talking from the last episode when Aubrey Plaza shot the bubbles, right? And it's like her and she, it's like she notices Oliver. Yeah. It cuts back to Oliver and he like reacts to that look. And then it cuts back to Melanie and I forget what's being said, but what's being said is like setting a tone. And then Melanie kind of gets this like concerned look on her face or this is like almost like angry. It's like this really subtle change in the way she's like reacting to Oliver. And it cuts back <laughs> to Oliver and he's his face has changed. Like there's, there's some kind of determination on his mm-hmm. face. Yeah. And then it waits a beat. And then he looks back at them all and he goes, Hey, you know, I'm going to kill you. Right. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh-huh. And that's the only time we see Melanie in this whole episode. Well, it, he says later on that he knows his weakness. So if there was some sort of communication between Melanie and Oliver, you know, mm-hmm. like if she kind of gave him, you know, she found something out. I don't know. It could be something like that, obviously, because that would change his demeanor towards <laughs> Farouk. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why would, why did she look like she was in the astral plane? Mm-hmm. Obviously they had some kind of conversation between the two of them through those looks. The way that it was cut together was too, like, it was like they were having this like conversation between their eyes and the actors are so good that their, their facial expressions like set a tone. They yeah. told me something, whether whether or not I know what it means, and the the dialogue happening underneath it, which I can't remember, and I'm sure is important to what was happening. <laughs> I'm sure it is. But then right after that, he just looks at them all, and they've been getting along in this sequence and kind of going back and forth and having these this nice back and well, forth. Well, I wouldn't say they've been getting along. I'd say that Shadow King is yeah in this scene manipulating him. Yeah, for sure. But in the scene, they've had a nice back and forth. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's sure. been like it had it's had like a but he just looks at him you know I'm gonna kill you and then the way oh, he said it yeah well they start talking about morality yeah he's like funny. what do you think about the morality of this and he's like morality morality it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh yes yeah. morality it's like he forgot yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that part about his character <laughs> he's great yeah it's like he just like describes things in one way and it's like he's like it's very obscene. No, maybe not obscene. More like irreverent. Yeah. <laughs> irrelevant. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Life and death is irrelevant. 
What were we talking about? Um, that that was that was that whole sequence was great. Yeah. Oh, it was that so whole monologue. good. I fucking god. I honestly am gonna watch this episode like again very soon, like probably tomorrow. You'll probably watch it this week. <laughs> it's so sure. good. I fucking loved it. Yeah, me too. Oh, I might go back and watch a couple of the other episodes again because at this point I'm just like I need to remind myself of all the little details. Mm-hmm. It's been I've watched them all twice. I haven't watched them all twice. I think I've watched maybe another one three times or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good stuff. Um, and then we get an Olive Garden commercial after that. <laughs> <laughs> we get another car commercial with John Hamm. <laughs> Olive Garden commercial that says, it's the biggest news ever. <laughs> Come down to Olive Garden, grab some fucking meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our fucking pasta that's filled with cheese. Look at these meatballs. <laughs> it's like, fuck. All right. Let's get back to Legion. <laughs> Um, so open backs up, opens back up and Lenny's got like her face down. She's in that room. And then David's just across from her, like laughing. And then she's laughing. It's like super weird. And I honestly was like, is this really David? Like, <laughs> Oh, same. Yeah. Dude, I was like, same. is this like some evil fucking weird projection or something? Yeah, Same. It was super weird how he was acting. It was crazy. Um, yeah, he he looked a little different too. His hair's longer. Yeah, yeah. But then it kind of gets back into the swing of things, and you're like, oh yeah, this is probably David. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like just wondering if Lenny, like who the fuck Lenny is, if she's still working for like Farouk, and whose body that is, and stuff. And uh, she's kind of working for Farouk, she says, but she doesn't want to be. Yeah. Um, she had, she's like uh, she admits that she still has some kind of connection to him, mm-hmm. but and he like says he can he can protect her, and she's like oh <laughs> like yeah, yeah okay, and yeah. Uh, he tries to uh, like read her mind like and every it, time he does, and there's a flash of him and his sister and the the dog yeah King yeah <laughs> whatever the dog's real name was I think it was King but. Scary. Well, the, the, <laughs> the dog didn't exist. King, yeah, at all. King was the, yeah, this is the Shadow, Shadow King. King. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, what the fuck? Whose body is this? And yeah. that's like immediately I was just like, it's probably his fucking sister's body. Yeah, you said it out loud. And when you said it, I was, I was like, I, I think that's probably right, too. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. And you, we find out we're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, let us talk about when he, when, uh, so the conversation between Oliver and Farouk about like the whole, like, uh, I'm going to kill you. I know your weakness. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, my weakness. Huh? (laughs) You're silly, entertaining. Tell me. And he's like, no, I'm not going to tell you. He's like, give me a hint. He's like, you can have a hint. (laughs) And he's like, what is one plus one? Two incorrect <laughs> and like oh you are very tricky <laughs> like i'm just like i want to know what the fuck that means and i can't wait till it till there's a payoff to one plus one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not being two i want to know what the fuck is going on yeah they don't really tell you he just uh, starts laughing but then uh it's not i'm thinking about it that has some that that has something to do with them combining the two girls. Ah, uh, yes, it does. Yeah. 
you know, one plus one, what is, what is that? And he goes two and he goes incorrect. <laughs> and it's almost like they're making a joke about combining the two women and it makes, it doesn't make two. It makes one. Yeah. One plus one makes one. Yeah. Perhaps honestly, like a but joke about what they're about to his, do. How is that his weakness? Something. something oh, I don't know. It's crazy know. shit. I don't know. It's crazy fucking shit. I like that. Yeah. I like that though. That's good. Um, so they followed, um, the Dead Sea Donuts truck <laughs> to this house that's like guarded by all these people. I was literally like, who, where the fuck are they? Like, what is this house? So like in the, in the Dead Sea, right? Like, is that know. what they were, they were suggesting or are they just in the middle of the desert? I don't know. I don't know where the fuck Oliver's going. Like, is he going to the fucking dead sea? Yeah. His, I didn't know people his, could live in the dead are sea. Are they all the way in the, the dead, dead sea? sea? Like it didn't seem like, it seemed like they're just in the fucking desert. Oh, I mean, I'm somewhere. sure they were just in California. Yeah, but. for sure. Well, they're definitely in California <laughs> <laughs> shooting this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, that shit's weird. but you see like keeps on flashing through like so many different timelines in this but you see lenny's body get up um right like lenny wakes up in the grave in the grave yeah and then and climbs out and then excuse me i guess that they like put her there i don't know that's where her body was like yeah, but then they, but then we see her change on the table. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're right. Unless you're right. there's so they... two <laughs> bodies. There's one in the desert and one. Well, that was yeah, on that's the table. true because they left the body, they zapped the body, yeah, and then they put it inside of fucking his sister. The body was still there, and the body in the desert woke up, <laughs> like with. With the, yeah, <laughs> got on a horse. Yeah, so there's two Lennies. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't think about that at yeah. all till just now. <laughs> I was like, wait, um, I don't know what they did. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know the mechanics of this, <laughs> but I'm. I know what I saw. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um. So also the guy who comes back. I don't even know what the fuck David's sister's name is. Um, I just call her Katie Asselton. <laughs> yeah, that's her name okay. in real life. So Katie, <laughs> Katie has a fucking. Is it her husband? Is it a different husband or what? So it's a different guy. Yeah, it didn't look like the guy from the first season. It's not. It's definitely not. I watched the first season, like episode one, like a week ago. <laughs> it's definitely not him. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what the fuck's going on there. I don't know. Um. That was a little confusing. I didn't know if I was supposed to like be paying attention to that or not. (laughs) See, for a second, I thought like maybe she was in a, like, like she was in some kind of mind world, like dream world or dream state or something. And then she's like, because the way it was filmed was so dreamlike, like the the set was dreamlike, like everything about that whole sequence was dreamlike. And he comes walking and he grabs a beer from the fridge and he sits down and then she starts telling him about a dream and the way they've shot it through the flowers, everything about that felt unreal to me which i guess the show is is going for most of the show feels like that but like in particular this whole sequence i was and i didn't recognize the guy and like i don't know something about it made me feel like she's describing the stream to this guy and then it's going to be her in a dream 
Yeah. That yeah, means, that's true. It's, I, it's not what happened. But it, was, but, it wasn't, but yeah, it, it did seem very dreamlike. But the whole sequence was so beautiful. Her describing that dream, when what does she say? She says uh, she had a, like a mustache. Yeah. And, and uh, it was like singing. There was a singing voice, and it was like the vermilion voice, pretty much. So what she said was singing, just because it was all like auto-tuned. <laughs> And like how she did it was so awesome. She was like, "We are the machine that bleeds." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it was so cool. Yeah, like, she, we are the organizing principle. <laughs> and she like comes out the last part. Yeah, and then the guy sits there and he's just like, "Huh?" And she's like, "What?" And I was like, for a second, I was like, he was gonna say he had the same dream or something like I, that. I thought that he was gonna be like someone that was like planted there and like almost like a spy and he was like oh shit she like knows too much or something like i was like this shit's just like playing in her dreams okay that's no good so and for a second i thought it might have he might have been take the been the shadow king taking a different form Mm -hmm. um and like and like insinuating himself to her where she thinks she knows him as her husband so she doesn't question it but it's actually somebody she's never seen before and it's one of those like illusions that he's pulling but it wasn't that but they fucking ashed his ass <laughs> and the way they did it was so it was haunting fucking amazing haunting the, that sequence fuck. from then on like once uh, all the guards are gone and everything and is it her husband yeah air quotes <laughs> uh is like stay here and goes to the door and then shortly after the door is just swinging you can hear a bottle drop and she's like walking over the camera movement of her just walking over. So simple. And it was just fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was so gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was oh. beautifully executed. Yeah. But it made it even more surreal with what he said after she described her dream. When he was like... Uh, when, he, when he started saying, do, do you ever... Do you know the feeling of something terrible is about to happen? Oh, yeah. But it hasn't happened yet. Um. That's true. I didn't even think about that and either. Then, and then he's like, I think, I think it's dread best. Like it's best described as dread. And then the whole scene, you have this weird clicking thing and this yeah. shadow crossing their faces at like a rhythm. Uh huh. And it, it really set this like unreal tone as well. Like everything about the way the scene was done made me feel uncomfortable. Um, with that, that constant clicking and this like shadow that's crossing across the window and across their faces and through the light. And, and then he says that and it's really quiet and you just hear the wind and this clicking and then the wind picks up and the clicking stops and they both react to it Uh and he runs to the window and it, it was like, and then he goes and he basically goes to his death, which just the whole sequence made me feel this really like haunting uncomfortability too is fantastic <laughs> yeah um like you really so felt she, that he was about to die you felt his dread yeah she goes down checks out uh the ashes um and then she hears the sink turn on yeah and that's just classic fucking horror right there yep <laughs> and but it's so slow in this and the reveal he, is slow it is so good yeah and she's walking into the kitchen and Oliver's just singing happy birthday. And it's so fucking creepy as shit. And then when he finished washing his hands, he's washing his hands. When he finishes, he just holds them up to his chest like he's in there out. Like he's about to, to like 
dry them off. Like he's, he, you know, it's that position you take when you're about to go, like a fancy person takes when they're about to go dry their hands, but he never puts them down or dries his hands and he just holds them up for the rest of the scene. And it's so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> it is. It's fan. It's I fucking love it so fan, much. Fantastic acting choice, or who, or directing choice, or whoever decided that that was a good decision. But like great. Jermaine, I'm like sure dude, I fucking love him. I love him so much. He's so fucking good. He's like, great. Everything he does, I'm just like, <laughs> dude, keep going. This guy <laughs> fucking rules. Yeah. Holy he perfectly. Shit. He nailed every scene he's in. It's crazy how he has inserted himself into. Uh, just such awesome shit and like he i don't know like just from him doing like fly the concourse you wouldn't think of like a musical comedian to really break out into acting like and do something that's this subtle and serious and and have, with range like this role has, for him has some range even though he's in it minimally i mean he's in it a good bit but like he's yeah, got yeah. dancing he's got these he's got comedy he's got like uh like drama like villain like yeah. he, he plays all he's, these he's different badass roles. now yeah <laughs> he's like my favorite you'd never think that that guy was the spokesperson for outback <laughs> <laughs> he is 15 years ago really <laughs> yeah we'll watch the ads after this oh my god they're hilarious that i'm sure like he's it's like Flight of the Concords, like it's like a year pre before Flight of the Concords or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Um so Oliver starts fucking levitating <laughs> the sister, and uh she's fucking screaming. It's so crazy how like stiff he keeps her almost. Like you can see her mouth moving and screaming and shit, but she's just so rigid. fucking stiff and rigid. <clears throat> Um, the sound design was crazy in that sequence too, because it, it, it there was some, there was someone else either screaming oh, or yeah. laughing. It sounded like a man. Yeah. And then it, and then you really subtly hear her screaming in the background, like from far away, it sounds like until, uh, where the camera's right over her face. And then we hear her like full on screaming, but even that it's kind of like drowned out just a bit. Uh-uh. It was crazy. It was fucking insane. So, puts her on the table. Uh, Amal Farouk is there. Uh, they z- zap her. Z- sounds very painful. <laughs> it are, looks painful. Looks very painful. Uh, that whole sequence where he's doing that and it's just closing in on Oliver's face. Like, fucking amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> again. Like, yeah. so good. So crazy. Um, and then cutting to David screaming and figuring, realizing what's going on. Yeah. And then cutting to the back to the, the face of Katie, Katie Azelton, and it, like, really graphically morphing into Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. But, like, it's done in these, like, kind of quick cuts. And then Aubrey Plaza, uh, Katie Azelton mix in the in the present or whatever it's not the present you know <laughs> that's the fucking show <laughs> in the fucking holding cell and just being like what what's going on and it's like all happening like it's all cutting between this and one sequence uh-huh. perfectly executed perfectly like you completely follow what's happening yeah it was another episode that i was like it gave me a lot of questions but i was like okay i, I feel like i I got everything though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm following. I've got some questions, but I don't think I missed anything. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I, I, 
I at the end of the episode, I felt like I st- I understood what I needed to understand. Yeah, because like obviously we're not supposed to have figured everything out yet, and the sh- the show wouldn't be achieving what it's supposed to be achieving if we knew exactly what was happening yeah. right now. And we're not gonna figure out shit next week. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're gonna get anywhere next. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, so David at the end of the episode, mad at the Shadow King for being such a fucking dick. Yeah. Being said he's going to be a nice guy and promising and shit. <laughs> like little kids do. Yeah. Uh, they made is, a, they made a gentleman's pact. It has either, either murdered his sister or just put another body on top of her, on top of hers with another personality in there too. Yeah. yeah. And the surface personality isn't hers. Yeah. <laughs> so put her inside of a meth addict's body. Yeah. But on everything addict's body. Gotta come to Thanksgiving now. <laughs> I can't get rid of this girl. <laughs> so uh, David's rightfully pissed about that, and um, I don't fucking blame him. But that final fucking line, when he camera comes in right on his face, uh, and he says, uh, "I'm coming for you," and it's in his head. Yeah. It's like coming out to the Shadow King. You hear the Shadow King laughing faintly. Um, oh, really? Yeah, you hear him going, oh, 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 oh. like Bowser? Like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was like quiet. Yeah, but you hear him laughing, and then he just goes, I'm coming for you. And it just it ends on that Shadow King laughter. I did not see that. I did miss, I did miss something. That's fantastic. <laughs> it was so subtle and fantastic. That. It's like he sent a little email out of his brain. Yep. And Com- it got a re- received, received immediately. <laughs> and responded to. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, well, the one thing that we did not talk about is the the little part. I don't even think it's told by John Hamm. Excuse me. Um, when they when they when they say Chapter Six conspiracy, that was John Hamm. It was John Hamm. I feel like there was another narrator at one point. In mm, this. It was always John Hamm. I remember there was listening, something going on. I remember listening to another podcast talking about the sh- the show that also thought the first narrator was not John Hamm, but it is John Hamm in all of it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was John Hamm in all of it, but there was one part of this. I don't think it was that part. I, I swear there was something else going on uh, where someone else was narrating something. Um, it was when it was the autonomy scene because before they show autonomy, he's talking about something. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's when he's talking about no present. Okay. When he's talking about no present, like you don't see him in the room. Yeah. First. So I was like, who the fuck's talking? Yeah. That might have been, that was probably what it was. Yeah. That's, I think that's what it was. There is a lot of like people talking over like shots that aren't. Yeah. And he's explaining person. shit. So I was like, okay. All right. It's just narration. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fine. Where's John Ham? <laughs> Wait, what happened to John Ham? <laughs> but John Ham's talking about conspiracy. I thought that was so fucking interesting. Yeah. How he's talking about people see faces in clouds and wood and like the whole Jesus and toast shit. Yeah. And then, um, like he talks about just the evolution of animals, like how we became humans and like pattern recognition. And yeah. And and how our survival was dependent on recognizing patterns. And now we're in this day and age where we're, we're still looking for patterns, but we, it, we don't necessarily need it to survive anymore. Yeah. Um, and so coincidence turns to conspiracy. Yeah. Because people misinterpret 
everyday mundane things and like he kind of goes through all these different like applications of the information that we get and like what like random chance and all this kind of stuff that plays into like our perceptions of the world and then yeah how people can now misinterpret coincidence for conspiracy because they're looking for that pattern Mm -hmm. that and they're going to they're going to find the pattern that they're predisposed to find so like that's where we yeah that was a great sequence i loved it yeah i was like that's so fucking cool yeah i feel like all of the (laughs) sorry i feel like whipping out knives that's just something to do with my hands um i feel like all of these little asides that that john ham has been narrating that are essentially are preceded by the these chapter and like notations um because obviously that has nothing to do with the chapters in the uh that the episode is um, because this is chapter 13, but like in the, in the, in this episode, it said it was chapter six, but each of these John Hamm narrations is preceded by like the, I think the first one's chapter two. I think it, this season starts with a chapter two. Yeah, it did. So like, I guess they're basically saying the whole first season is chapter one. <laughs> yeah. And then we just got like chapters going through. Yeah. And then this, this is just entire like, season. Yeah. That they've been rapidly progressing through chapters. Uh-huh. In this season. <laughs> <laughs> fucking me all up on the chapters. I they are fucking me up with some of these chapters. But I feel like there's the, by the end of the season, all of these these John Hamm asides are gonna have some like overall major point. Yeah, they're I mean, all so fucking amazing. Like John Hamm needs to be on like a new Twilight Zone show, just as Rod Serling. <laughs> he yeah, totally. He needs he's, to host like the next. He'd be so perfect for it. Yeah, he'd be the best. I would love that shit. Well, he's already in Black Mirror. That's kind of the same thing, but, yeah, but he he's needs only to be in, a host. He's only in one special. <laughs> he needs to so. literally host it like yeah. that shit. He needs they, we need another show where there's a, a, a it's sketch horror with the narrator who shows sketch up. Horror. <laughs> sketch horror. That's sketch horror. Uh, Twilight Zone sci-fi and horror sketch show. It's not sketch. It's, it's, a, it's anthology, <laughs> but who gives a shit what word you use? It's a sketch sketch it's it's a sketch i don't know i think you're undercutting <laughs> twilight so i know i know uh, they're fully fledged and fully like it's just realized. a fucking sketch it's a sketch it's snl it's a, it's a fully realized sketch <laughs> um all right anything else to say about this I don't think so. No, I think we got through most, like most everything in <laughs> yeah. this that one. Um, I'm I'm most confused and upset by the stay tuned for. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Like, if you didn't see the stay tuned for, please just go watch it. Yeah, you can find it. For I'm not sure. gonna talk about what yeah, what it said, but like we don't know what to fucking talk about. <laughs> we don't know what any of it is gonna mean, and I'm not gonna describe it to you. So just watch it. But like, it upset me. <laughs> <laughs> like oh that's gonna happen yeah what it, the fuck it doesn't upset me and like i look forward to seeing whatever the oh, fuck that's gonna be like i'm very excited for it but it upsets me in in a way that like it because it makes me question everything i know <laughs> so far just on those two like 30 seconds or whatever oh, yeah, it was. For sure. yeah homeless david <laughs> okay yeah. Yeah. all right guys thanks so much for listening to our podcast thank you so much um, you can find us all over the internet. <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>